and we're live. There we go. We figured it out. Um, big thanks to the internet company for getting the internet back up today. I guess fairly quick. It really wasn't. It wasn't that bad. No. And I got my headphones on backwards. <laughs> Proud of you. There we go. Okay. Um, so yeah. So we'll see if we can get some people to pop in here. I know that David had just yeah messages through the the YouTube so, studio. Yeah. So don't don't worry. We're trying to get it going. We just didn't have any freaking internet. Um, and now I'm trying to. Ooh, look at that. Um, now I'm trying to get everybody's videos and stuff downloaded super late. Um, but yes, for all y'all that are here, which is nobody, and the people that might pop in, it is 6.42 on a Thursday. So that means it is time for Beater Drums Live, even though it's late. <laughs> yes. Soup's late. Um, Did they give you a reason why the internet was down? No, I think it was just a general internet outage. Um that's that's at least that's what it seemed like um but she did say as soon as i called that they had people working on it and i think uh i guess that was fairly quickly that they got it done so like indiana jones top men are on it yes top men are working on this um so anyway thank you to anybody that nope Nobody. Anybody that decided to hang out and wait on us, which I don't expect that anybody would. Yeah, after being 40 minutes yeah. behind a schedule. That's um, fine. I even looked at Jared and I was like, well, I mean, you want to do it? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And we'll see what happens. And we'll see if any. Oh, I see one. So, so, oh, there we go. Chat's up. There we go. They're here. All the guys are here. Mostly. Um, but let me see if I can find. What would that be? Like recents? Uh, downloads. So. How about that? Um, is it's the one thing? Oh, here we go. This one can be sent to the MacBook, and that'll be that one. Now, if I can figure out which one is, I think this is the other one right here today. Let's share that. To the MacBook. There we go. I got my two videos. Ooh. Um, so now all I have to do is go into the other pro program <laughs> and uh, figure out where to put it. Okay. So that's done. Now we've got some content for the day for sure. Okay. Now, Jared, I will give you back what you need so so much so that we can. You know, and I need. You're going to need your photo to do the there you go and there you go now you can have it back and i will pop my chat out over here as well because we do have some guys in the chat um so everybody did hang around we appreciate it pop out chat there we go we need to have the intermission from uh the holy grail that was one of our favorite things in marching band in college. We did that anytime there is a, a review you want to play. Yeah, yeah. We would play that until it was done. It was just the same 16 bars over and over again. That's funny. Nerds, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right, so I'm set up here at least to get everything loaded up. Uh, but yeah, hit the tell us who's in the chat, Jared. We Let got young Scott Shireman. Hello, guys. What's up, Scott? We got David Huckstep. I am here. Charlie Smith. Evening, bearded folk. Evening, Charlie. We do appreciate all of you hanging out with our tardiness. We have Joshua Breslow. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello, Clarice. Exactly. We got <laughs> Michael Gorduno. Good evening, gentlemen. Your favorite neighborhood. The spinner here. Stick spinners here. Nice to see That's you right. online. That's right. That's and we got David Bygum. What's up, y'all? Hope your Thursday vibes are going good. Uh, it's going. It's going. We had fun because, um, like I said... Uh, about Jared, what time do you leave to come here when you do come uh, on a normal, you know, average? I normally try to leave my house around four o'clock. Okay. Um, any later than I am pushing it uh, with traffic. So, about five, I got done on Xbox and went to open the laptop up to start loading everybody's pictures and stuff up. And of course, the internet went down, and then it's like fifteen minutes basically on hold to actually get to somebody um, there at Sparklight and when I finally got somebody she did say yeah, there's an outage and I was like well plumbing electrical appliances to too the savings will what happens I think you said it was it was good timing because I think you just got off the phone whenever I came up to on the door I think I just threw up the video on accident so sorry about that guys hope I didn't just blow everybody's ears out oh, goodness. Uh, while doing that and it's probably going to happen again when I do it in a moment to do the other video so anyway the point being is uh, we didn't have any freaking internet and I figured we were just shot and I don't know what Jarrett and I were talking about um, but it was something 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 22 rifle or something firearm or i think we got to the it started with us about collectibles and then i mentioned like uh like old world war yeah we we're talking old, about old world war ii guns yeah we got because i guess we ended up coming up to that because we mentioned that we uh like my grandma collects or gets like all this old war stuff for me uh-huh and then uh we're talking about guns and something hey, some guns came up and they went from western guns and then and i just asked i've always wanted wanted to see this style like, oh well, i actually have that and then boom and that's where it uh that's where it happened so we were back basically checking out my freaking gun collection um and of course just like you would think you get done and it's the internet's back on so we ran furiously into the room and tried to set everything up but now we've got everything mostly it seems like every every uh, bearded guns yeah. thank you scott chairman um, <laughs> uh, mostly uh mostly everybody's here we got our media loaded up so we can actually do a real show i hope i didn't take anybody's head off with the audio from those two videos that flashed up on screen i think the main point is Jarrett didn't see one of them because i needed it to be um kind of a surprise i just saw the uh the malone doing whatever he was doing where'd you say oh you saw it on the stream damn it yeah i thought I screwed only that one up. i saw so note to self you can load photos up <laughs> live videos 
it's yep, gonna it's, it's gonna flash the screen. Yep. So, but either way, we're uh, we're bearded guns and we're ready to go. So, thank you for everybody that's hanging out this week. You know, and as usual. Uh, we want to thank all of the legacy members that join us every week. You are what makes up the show. You provide us with your submissions and content every week, and you are the ones that keep it alive in the chat. So as usual, Jarrett and I would like to thank all of the legacy members for hanging out, you know, as they normally do. Um, and remember, if you want to see the audio-only version of the podcast as normal, I did it the other night. I cleaned up <laughs> the whole playlist, and I got everything, like when we were dealing with COVID and all that, I got everything loaded up. So it's, except for last week's, just because I think it was like a, two hours later. I was like, I'm, it can wait. Yeah. Um, everything is caught up current. So. If you want to hear the audio-only version of the podcast, we are live here on YouTube every Thursday-ish at 6 o'clock-ish. But we are also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's right. You just simply search Bearded Drums. And like I said, we are pretty much up to date. Uh, Let people know. Share it. We actually, I checked it. Uh, when I was uploading all that stuff, and our analytics were actually pretty good, we were somebody's downloading these episodes. I don't know where they're seeing them, and all of you, Mike and Josh and Frank and you know Scotch, all the y'all see us every week, so I'm pretty sure y'all are not the bulk of who's downloading these podcasts. So somebody somewhere is downloading these podcasts. God, that makes me think of uh, American Tale, Fifeful. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> out there. Yep. Somebody is somebody's listening, so we I, do appreciate it. I know that one of the guys I work with, I don't know if he still does, but at one point, uh, whenever he was taking his kid uh, to New Orleans Hospital, a big thing he would do is that he would listen to us. Oh, we even turn them on. <laughs> Got to turn uh, the GoPros on, guys. Uh, he would listen to them whenever he would go uh, to and fro. Like late at night, uh, the kids are asleep. It's fine. No one's going to listen. Besides That's what me I do. Anyway, he's like, so... I turn it on and listen to you guys. He's like, a lot of stuff. He's like, I don't even know about drums. He's like, the most experience I have is like watching like Whiplash. I was like, okay. Which, you know, that's, I've always wanted to have that debate, which maybe we'll have that tonight. Maybe that's what we'll do. I'll just put a pin in that. Um, so, uh, so anyway, uh, you can get the audio only version. We're caught up. We're ready to go. Somebody's listening to all that crap. I don't know who, but we do. Appreciate it. Um, and as usual, if you want to have anything featured on the show or if you want to message Jarrett myself, you can always get us at beardeddrums at gmail.com. You can send in your photos for the weekly submissions. It can be new gear. It can be old gear. It can be stuff you fixed or just stuff you want to show off. Send that to us. Or if you want to shoot us a video clip, just keep it under 30 seconds so you can actually email it to us. Or if you want to hit either of us up on Instagram, Jarrett is at J underscore rat and I am at L nelson underscore junior so um putting a pin in that topic i guess we can go ahead and get into the viewer submissions for the week well i mean i, I kind of jumped the gun on that do you have anything to report this week uh other than a, mike malone i got a microphone from mike well uh, yeah other than that that's it it's been a quiet week i played call of duty all week i cracked the f out and then I think I, when you came over, I was like, hey, man, what do you think about me streaming? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I don't really know about all of that. I'm like, I don't either. I know how to do this. But this was learned in 
what a two week period. Yeah, you figured, we figured out yeah. how to do all this. Like it's it's obviously it's got to be simpler than this. Yeah, because there's cables coming out my butthole everywhere on this in this room. That's got to be way simpler. But you know, um, that's basically all I did this week. You, what'd you do? You worked and, um, and yeah, rested. I had my first like five day run this past weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's right, because I would have only seen you Sunday. So I rudely did not ask how Monday and Tuesday went as far as, like, your energy and all that. Uh, I was shot, man. Um, shot or shocked? Shot. Like, uh, I, was, I was tired. Um, I was exhausted. I know by Tuesday, I was crawling on all fours. Um, by, like, I was supposed to work till 1, but Carl let me leave at, like, 12.15 after he got everything squared away. And the other guy came back from break. He's like, yeah, we're slow. Go ahead. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> Because, like, I don't know if anyone's ever been to a casino um, that's not in Las Vegas. Um, but generally at 12 o'clock, everything kind of dies. You get your stragglers that are leaving um, that stayed for whatever drawing or anything. But 12 o'clock is generally where most people have decided to leave. Yeah, yeah. And you have the folks that are, like, either staying on property or... Yeah, because what's check-in? Like, two? Um, at most hotels, two or three? Our check-in's four in the afternoon. So you've got that, like you said, you've got that gap where it's like there's probably not a lot of people that have come in already to check because they know they have to wait or they're just going to go gamble. And the other ones had to be out at, what, 11? Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, you're right. That's kind of like the dead zone. And especially since this is the this week is the turnaround for free play. Um, so what that kind of means is so every two weeks is how our mailer goes out. So you get free play for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And every two weeks, that Monday at six a.m. Yeah, you told me yeah, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, starts the uh, it's the, it's the new free play day. Um, so you have everyone who will show up by like five a.m. or so. Uh, they get kind of like nestled in or around that time. Then at six o'clock, there when the free play hits, they're like cards are in machines. Mm-hmm. It's but, time to go. It's, yeah, you know, and that'll be a lot of the folks that come in and do that are the ones that have. I would say around $100 plus in free play. Like, I have one couple that comes in later on on Monday, um, but they have, like, combined total, I think, almost $2,000 in free play combined. And so they'll spend the whole night on their free play. And they, like, they eat and they drink. And yeah, like, yeah, we're getting around on a Monday night real tight. And then it's like, ding, 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 ding. They're just smashing buttons the entire time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, they're, They're nice whenever their free play works, but if not, they're quite upset on... What's taking so long? This well, that was like me on the phone today. I'm like, I pay you. I switched to your internet because you were better, which it is. The speeds are amazing. I run a freaking podcast one day a week out of this house. The rest of the time, it's kind of, okay, you know, whatever happens, happens. And, of course, an hour before the podcast, it goes, it's like, what am I? I pay you for this, and I'm mad. And I, I know you can't do anything about it, but I, I want to be mad still. It should just, but granted, I guess all in all, it's a first world problem. The internet's back up. We're here. Yeah. It's like you this is what happened on, on Sunday. We had a weird thing at work where, um, start the new month. So it's a new promotion going on. So the old one is this weird thing called you spin. You spend a bunch of money and you a little meter on your, uh, game, uh, where your card goes at, gets bigger. And then whenever it's full, you play another game inside your game, oh. and then you, whenever that happens, you have a chance to win up to 
certain amount of free so it's play. It's a side bet. Yeah. It's like a little, a little side game you get to play. So like, oh no, I just put in $100. I just played all that $100 off. My thing was full. You press a button inside your, your IV where your card and stuff's at. You just won $25 free play. Okay, awesome. that's 25 Yeah. Well, that was only for last month. Now it's a whole different thing. And we were supposed to have this game on Sunday uh, at the kiosks where you can win up to $2,000 free play. Had to be spent by 8 o'clock that night. Yeah. But that was the promotion. It didn't work. IT is spending all their time trying to get this figured out. People are upset. Like, we had some folks go through. Like, one lady was livid because she was able to actually play the game on the kiosk. She won $1,400. She's like, where's my $1,400 free play? And we're like, oh. Oh, like, this is, this sucks. On top of whatever she had that she was playing with already. Yeah, so that sucks. Like, she goes into the kiosk game, plays it, wins almost the max amount, and is like, let's go get it. You know, and she goes and she keeps on playing. She wants to spend a free play out real quick and play like, some of the higher end games. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, like eight bucks a spin. She yeah. wants to go through and be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we just had someone on Friday hit 86,000. Good Lord. Yeah, hit the, the, the grand progressive that's been going on for months. I mean, I'm happy with my luck, the luck I have in my life, but the gambling luck isn't something I've never had. It's never been, I've never had that stuff happen. I don't, I don't you know, but I've always been luckier in other arenas, so I'll take, yeah. I'll take that. I'm not complaining at all, I no. promise. <laughs> that's how my week's been, between stuff at work. It's a almost, quiet week. Almost working, and then just, just, then just being... We're rolling into fall. You can see we've got our trick-or-treat bucket out. The trick-or-treat bucket will be here the entire Halloween season, all the way up. I don't know what, what, what day we fall on as far as... Uh, uh, Sunday is, 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 a, is the last okay, day. Okay, so yeah, you got um, three more weeks of the yield. So we're now themed here on this show. <laughs> I hope you appreciate the time it took. Thank you, Dakamomo. I know you're not here, but that bucket was a present from Dakamomo. It is a boozed bucket. Boozed bucket. It had a bottle of wine. It had some beers. It had boo cups. He knew it was coming to me, so it had all kinds of European chocolate in it. I was like, dude, this is awesome. So Dakamomo from me and Rachel and to your wife as well, a big thank you. You might not see this. You might see it on the replay, but thank you so much. Now we have the empty bucket to here to set the mood because we're getting into the scary season of bearded drums. We have to do a something for Halloween. I don't know what. Um, well, <laughs> since, since it falls on the Sunday. Well, well I mean, no, well, that, but the well, 28th. Um, we'll have to record. I think it's the 28th. Yeah, the 28th will be our... We'll have to do something. We'll have to dress up like our favorite drummers. Can you even do that? <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. Because <laughs> it's... Yeah, that wouldn't fly. I mean, it would be a dress very... Up, dress up like a drummer. Uh, okay, I could be... Uh, I'm the perfect version to be... Uh, what's his name? Um, Fat Stanton Moore. Oh, uh, uh, what is that guy's name? We've had this... It happens every time. This discussion so uh, many times. God, there's a picture of I'll have to go back and look. He plays Craviato drums. That's the only way I can get to him. I go but again, on his website. Even most drummers would be like, who are you? you like, you yeah. got to be something that's very obvious. So, yes, yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure something else out. Uh, maybe we can dress up as drum stick sleeves. <laughs> Just get a big cardboard and paint them. <laughs> Vic Firth, Promark. <laughs> Actually, I'm uh, I'm Silver Fox. I know it's... Yeah, there you go. That's, that's scary, right? <laughs> I'm Cooper Groove, man. Come on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
so that's our week. It's been a, it's been kind of a kind of a, a, a quiet rolling into even though it's not really temperatures rolling into fall kind of weather kind of that mood uh, we've got what's called cruising the coast going on right now what's like the largest vintage car meetup in the I, country i think so no i mean it is i don't know what to call it though like a car meetup whatever it it's like there's a, there's a there's a show uh and there's also like a little mini competition well, there's all kinds like, like each city seems to have its own long thing. beach Oh, really? Past Christian, Long Beach, Gulfport, Biloxi, and Ocean Springs have like their own. So there's like so many events, but it's like basically the largest meetup for vintage cars in the country. And I mean, like I was going up Cowan the other day and I saw a Model T. Um, but then you'll see like the typical 60s, 70s muscle cars. You'll see the classic 40s and 50s, like beautiful paint job cars. You'll see the rednecks with the lifted up trucks and the lights under them. Like you get kind of all, but it's like, it's huge for us and the traffic that comes along with it. Yeah. It's um, a, it's a big thing. Cause that's a lot of folks like, like, so for us down here, our, our major market is tourism. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have the beaches, we have the casinos, we have cruising the coast. We have, uh, we are the home to the second or third largest bill fishing tournament so yeah. like that's at the thing we all it's all weird stuff that we're like known for we have the arts festival peter anderson in ocean springs very leisurely um, area yeah um so this is a a big time when a lot of cool geeks to come out like i know oh, yeah like one of our members dave drake he has that cool rockabilly gig he yeah. gets to do where he stands like i don't know if anyone's familiar with like rockabilly drum playing or the but, guy that played for uh the Stray Cats, who's like the only famous, you know, well-known rockabilly guy. Slim Jim Phantom. Yeah, stand up. Stands up while he plays. You stand and, uh, up. You have your kick drum. You have uh, like a concert snare stand. Your snare drum goes on. Generally, you have a ride or a crash. Sometimes you have hi-hats mounted up. Um, but it's cool. It's really dope uh, to play like that. And he gets to play that rockabilly gig with that one guy. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the, uh, the dude's name. Um this is when some fun stuff starts happening around here. We get, like you said, the art festivals. The weather gets nice. The outside gigs are fun all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely a, a, a good time. One of the best times, I think. For I, didn't, I didn't get to see it this year, but we do have a special car that comes on the cruising the coast sometimes. It's an old Volkswagen Beetle, but he has a drum set and sometimes guitars up top, which is what the Beatles would have played. Oh, that's cool. So it's literally... A, it's a, be a beetle a, beetle. It's a beetle beetle. <laughs> um, what other thing is kind of cool? It's like a kid's first act kind of kit he has up top that he somehow mounts everything. But it's just a cool time to be around. I mean, there's all these classic cars. My favorite's always the 57 or 55 uh, Chevys come through. That Those are my two favorite years for Chevys. Those are Bel Airs. Um, I, I like the Model T's, man. I just I, I think it's amazing that they still run. It's like, you know, I'm sure you have to be very careful with them and they obviously don't go, but like, 25 miles an hour but they still run there's two dudes in my neighborhood um it's kind of funny when they when they drive past each other because one's a t and then there's another guy who has the older one mm -hmm. uh was it an f i think i can't remember that's the, that's the one of the few cars i suck at yeah, yeah. but they but that's like to me it's like it's like a grudge they have against each other because yeah. you'll see one guy come by it's like i got wooden spokes he's like oh yeah I still have to crank mine. I'm like, oh my gosh, these dudes are, and they're they're both really old guys, and they have their wives, and sometimes you see the grandkids in the back, like yeah. noses are like pushed against the glass, like looking at the other one, like oh my gosh, because it's it's cool to watch, but everyone slows down just to see their two cars like on a Sunday when they're cruising about. That's cool. That's very cool. It's fun. That's a that's a cool thing we get to do down here. Is yeah, we do. We are again, might not win 
casino money, but we do live here, so we are fairly lucky in most of those cases. No drum shops, no... We, yeah. just, we just had the Kiss concert this past... I forgot about that. Uh, Amber texted all of us. She had gotten four tickets uh, to go to that, oh, and no. we were already cooking dinner, like literally in the middle. Um, I think Dakota you know, probably had the kid. Like They weren't able to go, but yes, yeah, she had four tickets to go see Kiss. I was like, that would have been fun. Yeah. I don't really... I'm not craving to hear any kiss, but it's kiss. Very iconic. Who plays for? Is that Eric Singer that plays for him, or is that? Um, I thought it was Chris Paul. Anyway, whoever they have, you know, would have been killed. I mean, the, it would have been super killer to go see, but you know, there's so many folks at work who are upset because they couldn't get all for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know one guy, uh, Carrie. He's like, the last time I saw Kiss was in '98. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was only three. He was like, what? <laughs> I get scared. I didn't hear about it till the day. Like, they obviously didn't promote it that well because I didn't hear about it till Amber texted us. So that would have been the day of. Yeah. So they didn't do a very good job as far as, like, the Coliseum promoting that. Um, but it would have been fun. Oh, yeah. As usual, uh, like most musicians, we uh, uh, we miss stuff. Oh, my computer's about to power down. Oh, you don't have your power supply plugged it's, in. It's not plugged into the... Oh, gosh. So unprepared we are today, folks. Sorry about that. Like it's plugged into the Mac, but it's not plugged into the power strip. There we go. Ooh, that would have been uh, that. That have sucked. Boom! As I said, just, <laughs> we're like, just we're the that. rest of them have been like, all right, one is fine. Yeah. Two, I'm done. I'm going yeah. to McDonald's, and you can guys, uh, y'all can do whatever you're going to do this <laughs> evening. Um, but, but that's pretty much been it, though. I guess for stuff, cruising the coast, kiss concert, and us just kind of being. Not heavy on the drums right now, which is okay. Yeah, you don't have to be super drum nerd all of the time. It gets taxing after a while. Drums, 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 guns, guns, guns. I mean, it's pick up, pick a topic. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into our viewers. Well, actually, I'll, the first one I'm going to show is something. Okay, there we go. This is from Mike Malone, and uh, he sent this in and told me not to tell Jared. And it's, it's, it's kind of dumb because you're not going to be able to see it. So I guess you can come around here. Well, I'll see it on this. I'll see it oh, after okay. the fact, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is Mr. Mike Malone boxing up Jarrett's stuff. What? Yeah. You'll see it in a Sega. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Mike, for seeing this. And he said, yeah, surprise, Jarrett. I made a little video so you could show me boxing up. So what did you get from him? I got that. And look, wait. See the? Did you see the box? Or you'll see it in a second. You'll see the box he put oh, it in. Oh, Menards. Of course. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Menards, not Maynards. Menards. That's right. So what'd you? Uh, what'd you end up getting from him? I got a seventies uh, Acrolyte. Um, and a Shore Beta 52. Nice. And for everybody that doesn't know, that's the big old fat Beta kick drum mic that everybody wants. And uh, you finally got your Acrolyte now. Finally got my Acrolyte. Finally have a staple, I think. If you auto any drums anyone should own, you have to have, I would say, get your wooden or whatever brass yeah. drum. But I think everyone should own an Acrolyte. I oh, think. no, I totally, I, I don't actually own an Acrolyte, but I have a a pearl crolite, yeah, um, which is basically just a rolled, same thing. Yeah. It's a rolled aluminum shell with the bead in the center, um, and I love it. And every time I bring it out, I'm like, I forget how good this little hundred and ninety nine dollar snare. You know, it's, yeah, it's it, not bad. It's it's one of the ones you like. Phil hates it. 
um, blasphemy. That's because he, because you know he's 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 uh, he's always hitting rim shots, and that pings. He plays ping shots. He plays. It, he, plays he, he said that he goes, yeah. man, I, I hate that drum. It always just ping, 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 ping. <laughs> he plays. He plays ping shots. That's why it's ping. He's playing. You gotta hit the center of the head, bro. <laughs> that's hard to do for me. It's all. That's where go. That's all I can do. That's Ghost Note City. It's so weird because, like, if you ever see me and Stephen play, the difference in us is is wild. Because, like, whenever Stephen, I mentioned it a couple times, but I'll say it again. Whenever we're at the juke joint and Stephen's like, "Hey, play the snare for me," I play his snare drum like he would play, and it takes every ounce of me to remember I'm only playing in the center of the (laughs) drum, no rim shots or anything, because I generally play. It's from Dr. Wooten. He's like, you can play rim shots. Yeah, it's like not- a controlled rim shot. Yeah, he's like, you can play rim shots not loud. I'm like, what? And I learned how to do it. I'm like, that's all I do now. And Stephen, he said it before. I'll say it for him. I've backed out so many rods on his <laughs> snare drums. I'll, I'll be playing how I play it. I'm like, yep. Why is this sound? But those two rods right in front of you. I gotta, and I got to crank them back up to match the rest of Steven's drums before he gets up there because he'll play them. Like, well, I think one drum, I think I played like a whole set for you. Maybe like a set and a half or something. I forgot what it was. And I was like, oh, my God, Steven's going to kill me. I know the worst was the... Uh the super sensitive that we converted to a superphonic. Yeah, I broke something. No, you backed out the two bottoms yeah, but and they hit the ground. Like yeah, back I, I, the bottom two tension rods, the closest ones to you, and they literally backed all the way out and hit the And then and then ground. I popped off one of the clips too. Remember the guards that I think you still had the guards on the snare drum at the time before we turned it into the superphonic. Oh, I, I think it was remember. still it was still the Supra, because I, I was still, oh, still the that, Supra. No, that wasn't, I come to find out, that wasn't your fault. That was oh. the little weird, you know, it's not a, it's like a bolt, but it has a screw, like a flathead notch in it. Yeah. The, the tiny little ones. It had backed out, so I like re, redid it down and put red thread lock on it, so it would never, ever, ever, ever come off again. Um, but yeah, I, the point being with all that, everybody should own some version of a rolled aluminum drum. Yeah. Um, I would even submit the Acrylite is what you really want. I don't care what brand it is. That's the the Ludwig Acrylite, probably what a sixties, fifties. Sixties is the one that I I really want, but seventies are the easy one to find. The guys yeah, that that's have the, yeah, yeah the guys that have the sixties they want so much form and they are and they to me they just look cooler. Um, they have that weird. It's the badge for me. I don't like the blue and olive badge. I, it, it, I don't know why. It just I want a Keystone badge, and we've had this discussion with other people before. What a couple of years ago, you could pick up any Acrylite. It just was the one you found. It might yeah. be a blue and olive. It might be for what two hundred bucks? No, it used to be even cheaper than that. Like hundred, oh, okay, one hundred fifty bucks. You know, yeah. one hundred twenty bucks. What are you paying for? Not even a Keystone. What are you paying for a blue and olive badge Acrylite now? In like good condition. Like on the low end is like two twenty five, two fifty. So if you want a Keystone, you're four, you're, maybe you're, five you're fifty. You're three twenty five at like kind of rough condition. Yeah, four hundred for a good. It's one. like the shell's good. There's no scratches. You actually have the badge on it still. Yeah, you have no holes drilled. Yeah, uh, that's the hard thing about those all those Ludwig drums. A lot of folks you'll find them 
would drill in for a different throw-off. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of folks don't like those P85s. And we didn't always available. have Andy Drum there to save us with the yeah. with the with the universals. Um, actually, on that note, uh, greetings from New Jersey. Frank is here. Thank you. And Frank got one because well, there he is. He got an acro this week, is what he says. And Frank, I didn't forget about it. I have one of those throw-offs somewhere that's easier to show. Um, that picture for you, but all it is is just there's no spring for it. It's just that clip needs to be bouncy enough, uh, and your your clip might be a little uh, might have lost some of its tensile strength. So it's probably way looser than it should be. But that's all it is. The big thing is like it's that weird bracket uh, like round bit that goes into the main rod, um, and then your clip should still be springy. If not, um, Drums for Sale has a crap load of mufflers. Yeah, so yeah. you could always if you wanted to, you just buy one of those and put that clip on instead and then put all the other original hardware back on mm -hmm. just to have a firmer spring tension. I mean, I'm with it. If there's anything that I'm usually prone to change, it's, it's going to be that throw off. I've never used the Indy, but I've always had something that would fit. Um, so yeah, everybody that has one can tell you it's, it's, well, it used to be an easy thing to get a hold of. Now it's a little more expensive, but if you can get you one. And yep. like I said, I have a, a pearl, you know, it's not even 10 years old. $200 pearl version of it looks exactly the same and I love that drum um, that'll be I mean I'm pretty much down to the snares that I'm never going to get rid of anyway but you know basically two woods a brass and an aluminum and it's like I'm good and if I had to narrow it down we've had this discussion on this show give me the brass and the and the wood one and I'm ready to go for the yeah. rest of my life to be honest with you I don't feel like I need to buy any more freaking snare drums <laughs> I've got enough vintage ones and four perfectly working modern pearls. So hopefully there won't be any. Uh, I think it's going to be symbols for a while because that's to this day. I'm getting really close now, but it's it's not a complete set. Yeah. Um, which you were talking about the other night. You you wanted that uh, 21 inch, some hard to find K light oh, ride. This is this is the one that Charlie will be like. That's 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 the money right there. It's a Zildjian Rarities 22K Dark Thin Ride, or Thin K Dark Ride. They had a very strange name for it, but it was only made for one year. Um, and it was like everything you ever wanted in a ride. And they just stopped making it. Just that one year, that was it. And they made that 22-inch ride, a 19-inch crash ride, and a 14-inch hi-hats. Frank's asking, not the throw off the internal muffler. Yeah. So, Frank, uh, what I think what we're talking about... Um, is the there's no spring that goes on it it's literally just the the clip arm that comes up that connects where the rod is goes bent into such a position it's that bent it'll into push. such a pinching that it pushes and if it's and if it's the was i've noticed on those the one i had i had to change it because part at the bottom had been it's been used so much yeah that it just broke just snapped off yeah and so what i think all you have to do uh Frank, it's just you can probably if it's if it's gotten to that point where it doesn't hold the tension, you'll just have to buy a new one and then just change that clip out. Just put your old hardware back on. Yeah, and if I, not, the first thing just try to bend it back into the upward position. Yeah, you got just got to put more more pressure on it because I've had to mess it. with those before. Um, Charlie saying 1963 was a wonderful year for the Acrylite. If you ask him, I, like I said, I would prefer the um, Keystone to the Blue and Olive if it's you know. Yeah, that would have been a keystone from the 60s because the I'm getting the 70s from Malone because whenever he said he got it, I was like, is it a 60s? Yeah, yeah. The first thing I asked him, I was like, is it a 60s? He's like, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I was like, show me. 
Because like there's a couple different ones that you can get. You can get that cool brushed finish, which is what I want. You can get the orange peel, which is what I don't yeah. not a big fan of. But it's still it's still an acrylite. But um it just looks a little funny to me. Yeah. And then there's the smooth gray, which I'd prefer over the, the weird orange peeled one. And then you have the one that I used to have that we had to break those hoops for is that black relight. That's right. I would the the regular brushed one would be fine with me. Um, that's the one I've always liked. I, I haven't really cared for. And I like the the shinier gray one. Um, I just like that raw look. I guess uh, you know at least for me. Uh, he uh, Frank said he knows what you're talking about. He's going to try to bend it out. Be very careful, Frank, because I did a little bit of bending of mine, and that's how I broke mine. Um, I think mine was also just abused. Yeah. For so well, long. yes. <laughs> Some guys use those too. <laughs> like they're not just applying the muffler to the bottom of the head. They're, applying they're driving the, the like where yeah. you can see it yeah. popping the head up. And I, I will admit that whenever we were in beginner band, we would get bored and we would like see how <laughs> much we could how much we could force it on there. That just shows you how immature and how uncultured we were. <laughs> of course. A bunch of 13-year-olds given a You're terrible. We know I nothing mean, about. We're crank, we're hitting each other with sticks behind the legs to dead leg each other. When we should be learning how to play drums. Kids suck. We, I just I don't like kids. Kids suck. Kids suck. I mean, your kids are probably great, and I'm happy for you with having your your, your little kids, and that's great. Me, uh, obviously now, Jared, no, no, no uh, not on the uh, not on the kid I'll train. Keep, All right, I'll, clean us up I'll in the keep, comments, and we'll we'll move on to the viewer uh, submissions uh, of the week. Uh, the Breslow says he loves his, um, and then Charlie, Jared finally got an acro. That's right. Uh, I gotta admit the Sixties Keystone ones. It's a spot for me. It was just, it's just a good. That's just one of the the best ones I think. Um, the Andy, the Andy throw off upgrade is well worth it too. No worries whatsoever. So much more solid than the P eighty three eighty five. Those throw offs just suck. Um, some guys love them. I hate them. Now I know that Ludwig now makes a yeah uh, an indie looking throw off, but it it fits the whole pattern for the eighty five, which is good. Um, for guys swapping their stuff out, who want to still keep Ludwig parts. Um, Richie, happy October, my bearded beauties. Happy October to you, all the way from across the planet to Richie Henry. <laughs> and then Charlie goes, uh, I have the brushed one, four-digit serial on a keystone, making it late 63. They're hard to hunt out, but they're just something that else, uh, just something else sound-wise. I've used mine everywhere lately. And I've watched, uh, I've seen photos of Charlie's, um, Gigs or his like his setups when he takes pictures of him, he's been bringing that acrylite out everywhere. Yeah, uh, those that, drums are great for everything. That he did that cool little Phil Collins cover band gig. Yeah, yeah, he brought it off his old premiere concert toms too. That would be a, a bitch to have to yeah, set to up every night because <laughs> he had the eight, ten, twelve. Just like what's 13. his face on Instagram, um, the Mr. Funny Guy Timbo from Kino. Yeah, Timbo from Kino's got that huge concert, and you know that thing that never leaves his house. No, and then well, Jake Reed's now got all of his stuff too. Uh, so Jake Reed's got his massive concert Tom kit because he did a video, and he's like, people just keep asking me for that '80s sound. He's like, I got tired of taking bottom heads off my drums. I just bought a whole kit that's concert Tom's. So I don't have to worry about it. I'm like, you know what? That's uh, that's a smart idea. It's like because I guess he because he had he has a couple of kits with a bunch of toms that he'll take him off and he has his original Ludwig kit from a kid yeah. with the concert toms he'll use in some videos but he's like I don't want to fly breaking those out all the time he's like so guys at Grits hooked me up he's got 8, 10, 12 
13, 14, 15, 16, 18. I'm, I'm noticing everybody seems to be jumping on that 15-inch floor time thing lately. It's catching on. It's the perfect ratio, guys. I'm telling you. It is not... This is not like a myth. Like when I, when I get mine, we'll we'll definitely see how. I'm like I'm excited. I'm just so nervous too. It's gonna um, be cool, man. It's gonna be very cool because it's a very funky setup with the f- 15 being my largest floor tom and then a 22 inch kick. I think you're gonna be perfectly happy. It's gonna. I just want that thump city. I just want. It, I just. I just don't own anything that sounds like a pop kick drum. Which is the dumbest thing. I, I can't tune. <laughs> to be niche everywhere else except yeah, for. The one thing I need. It's like, Steven, I can't. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? It's like, I got the blankets you told me to do. I got an email. It still sounds. I bring it to him. It's still fung, fung. He's like, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I try. Well, at least the pop setup and the tuning is the easiest one. That's it's the dumbest one. Well, we're like, being avant-garde. Yeah, like you're you're overthinking it. That's I got, really. I got what felt it is. strips and it's got that cool like slappy tone. Stephen's like, that's cool, but it's not. <laughs> you're not gonna hear it. No, he's like, it sounds cool out front. Uh, he's like, when we when I brought that cut down kit to the jig joint, like that sounded great. great. Yeah, I think I got lucky with uh with what I did to that. That just that one, and it's always it seems like it's always the inexpensive stuff. It's like the most cooperative and you get some $5,000 vintage kit or $10,000 brand new kit. And you're like, but it just won't get there. But the little cheap, whatever kit you found at the salvage store is like splintering. I got you, man. Yeah. It's splintering. It's falling apart. (laughs) Just do a little sand job. We're good to go. Don't strip me. It's fine, bro. Like that's it. Yeah. Whatever heads you got, we'll be fine. Yep. Boom. That thing. Slap Slap city for sure. Um, so let's get on to our uh, viewer submissions. Jared, in the photos, you should have the uh, description for uh, Joshua's submission for the week. As we talked about last week, Joshua was heading to the what drum show? The St. Louis drum show. There you go. So we have um, images and we actually have a video that Ooh. I will show. Yeah. So after we do the pictures and you read the thing off, we'll uh, see if the video loads up properly. We got Joshua Breslow. Hello, friends. This week, I'm sharing some pictures from the 2021 third annual St. Louis Drum Show. Last weekend, I drove seven hours from Milwaukee to downtown St. Louis. Jeez. That's that's a piece. That's a trip. I rented a five-foot by eight-foot trailer from U-Haul, and I packed up my Jeep. In total, I brought 12 drum sets, four kick drums, and an eight-inch table to elevate my... Oh, sorry, eight-foot table. Oh, it's an eight-inch table. Um, Eight-foot table to elevate my work. This was a solo mission, so packing up and hauling my wow. sets in and out. Gosh, that's a... that's Even with a cart, that's a pain in the butt. That's so much. Um, I, got, I got lost. Uh, <laughs> I'm so after, I have to use my finger for everything. Uh, Jeff Wynn was the organizer of the event. He put his personal touch on the whole show and looked... After each vendor, he assembled all vendors together before the event started and gave us a pep talk. I found it to be very inspirational. I would say there were 150, maybe 200 people at the show. Most of the other vendors were selling vintage drum gear, and there were some independent stave snare drum builders. One of the highlights of the show was getting to meet Dave Weckl. He talked with me for a while and checked out my entire booth. He asked me questions about the drumstick kit and said he'd be contacting me in the future. Oh, really? Druggins drums and snare bear snare drums really had nice setups. I did not make any big sales, but there was a lot of interest in my work, and I did connect with a lot of drummers about commission work. I learned a great deal through the whole experience, and I will definitely do it again. I 
I will definitely be ready for the Chicago show in May. Thank you for the support as always. Josh, that's who I saw with Dave Weckl. I could not remember. Yeah, yeah. Because I really, just, I barely see Josh's face. And what sticks out the most about me, he wears a flap cap with a big mustache. Mm-hmm. And I should have been like, recognized it. That's, been that's very cool that Dave Weckl had interest in some of your stuff. That's super cool. Hopefully he'll get with him and be like, hey man, I want to get that kit. And then you'll have sold a kit to Dave Weckl. Maybe that helps spread the word. And like he said... He got a lot of interest, and that's the main thing, because everything's slow when you start. Gaming, streaming, podcasting, learning drums, doing drum shows, just like anything, you know, you're going to have to work your way into the community. Guys start knowing you by name, and then, you know, somebody says, oh, I'm looking for this, and you're like, oh, man, you go down there to Josh, four boosts down, and he's got the, you know, drum kit covered in bullets or whatever, you know. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, So I'm glad that it went really well for you. Um, Like I said, Look at all the stuff that he brought out. And, of course, the other one turned sideways, like the other, you know, I guess that's the other half of the setup. Um, So you brought out a bunch of stuff. Like you said, it was probably a pain in the butt to get all that loaded up and then set up properly. But a great-looking setup. Oh, yeah. A lot of cool-looking kits. And then one of my favorite drums is is hidden away in that other photo. It's It's that little Ludwig. That yellow Ludwig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that thing. That was, a, that was I remember that. That was probably one of my favorites that he has submitted yet. Of course, me liking all things tiny. Yeah. Um, that is, uh, that was one that I thought was really cool. There's an A and F. Um, I've been, I will say this about A and F. I've been watching a bunch of their videos, and Someone said that like their hardware is overpriced. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm I like, don't think it, it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive, but the mic. I don't think it's overpriced. I'm like, there, that's that is definitely the same price because it's it's built like the seven thousands that DW makes. Yeah, and they're cheaper than fives. I'm like, so you could either spend an extra forty bucks for DW five thousand stands, or you could spend. 50 bucks less and then ANF hardware. And what I really want is more guys to reviews. Their hi hat stand is dope. Yeah. And I want it. We'll it's, buy it and we'll review it. <laughs> but, well, the pre orders have already been closed. Oh, Jesus. I've got to wait for folks to get them in now. Um, but they obviously had some of that rese- uh, represented there. Nice rack of vintage snare drums. Let's see, we got, well, let's like, what, an old Pioneer on the top left. Don't know what that second one is. I think it's oh, a that's slender. a uh, no. That's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, Leedy. You want the the brownish? No, the brown. one to the left of it. I think is a will it be considered the Pioneer Era though. Like so you talking about the very left at yeah, the top? Very left. Yeah, like that looks off. like a Pioneer. Yeah, and then I'd say that's a Leedy. That yeah, Leedy next to it, and then uh, I think that's a. I think that's another Leedy. With those, yeah, I think you're right. Those are ladies, those that yellow and that duco, I think, because they're the only ones that, can, if I'm not mistaken, that have that weird squarish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one else did. Everyone else always had smooth mm-hmm. S-lugs. Um, then we got... Is that a sonar? I can't tell I can't, by the I lug. I can't tell. It might be... The green and blackish one. Maybe. I think it might be a sonar. Like it looks like a vintage sonar, but I can't really. I can't zoom in on the. Oh well, like that lug, maybe not. I don't know what that's that a, is. It's a tough one. Um, very cool at the bottom left. That single tension with the wood hoops. Yeah. That's that's, and I'm pretty sure by looking at those tuning claws, I think that's either a Lady or a Ludwig. Yeah, it's one. Of the, yeah, 
I was because they always had that weird, very thin, mm-hmm. strange claw. Yeah, little, yep. little, just like little fingertip that comes over the edge. What is that gold and black duco? Is that a leedy again? I think so. And then is that another leedy? The big I, white marine pearl. I believe that is. Yeah. And I can't tell what the last two are. Ah, uh, is that a canopus at the end? The pos- tiger stripe. Oh, that satin flame. Yeah. Yellow. Ah, uh, maybe I can't Looking tell. at that badge, that's not that square badge. Makes me think it's a like an old canopus. Or maybe it could be an old sonar. Yeah, I don't know. And that metal one next to it, I can't. I think that might be a sonar, as well. So that's a cool. I mean, that's a cool little mix-up of uh, snares right there. Um, then Drugan's drums, which didn't he mention in the? Uh, yeah, he did. Said they had a bunch of cool uh, uh, snare, and maybe that's what that is. It's like I had them out of order. There's Drugan's drums, and that's some of the stuff that they were offering. But yeah, yeah so they that's had cool, cool setups, and that's a beautiful leady right there too mm-hmm. on the left side. And I mean, really, all all three. Because what is that at the red one? That's a Tama. Yeah, like that a, would like an like '80s Tama. Yeah, and those are those are sought after. Yeah, those are yeah. those are like 600 in like shitty condition. Dude, wo- dude, wooden Tamas are like. We were talking about it Sunday, um, and I think it's kind of the same thing with Pearl and Tama, and maybe. <coughs> maybe even Mapex <coughs> closer to the 90s but like something about late 80s 90s Tama Pearl there's like there's some really good stuff that was put solid. out solid yeah like that's very solid very tank like construction on the stuff in the 80s and 90s or at least the early 90s oh yeah um, so yeah I can, I can see how that would be uh... oh and there we got Dave Weckel again with our boy Josh and what is this? That's a snare bear. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the stave? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'll have to check. Hopefully they have an Instagram. I'll have to check that when we're done here yeah, today. Whatever's in the middle is cool. Yeah, it's cool. It, it almost looks like uh, I'm going to get up. It looks like a yeah. resin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, if they put resin in the shell, one, I'd yeah. be spooked uh, under tension. But if it works out... I don't know. What is that stuff like? Is it is it as tough as I think it is, yeah, or is it it is? Yeah, it's tougher. It's really. I mean, it's really. Once you seed it in, it's and like it actually cures. And I've seen companies are starting to do that now. I've seen several like independent drum builders that do that, not up and down with the stripe like you can see in that center drum, but like I literally saw wood resin wood. And I want to say either SJC or somebody like that did that recently too. They built a part resin part wood snare drum for somebody so yeah it's definitely doable because i know sjc's been doing the the wood acrylic wood for a while but those drums don't last because it's <laughs> richie said dave weckle was lucky to meet josh not the other way around <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's hilarious that's what we're looking out for um well anyway I'm glad that the show went well for you, Josh. I hope it was a really good time, and I'm glad to see that you were getting some interest. And obviously, you know, getting to meet all of our drum heroes, like guys like Dave Weckl, that's very cool, too. And very cool that he was interested in one of the pieces. I would love to to be able to to pick his ear about uh, about whatever Dave Weckl yeah, like yeah. Interested in like, well, what is Dave like? What's, what's Dave into? That's cool. Just, like, get into the mind of, of someone like that, because... I know he's just like us, but still, it's like he's not. He's just not like us. Yeah, you are, but you're not. Yeah, um, I know some celebrities I don't you know care about, but like he's one of I would say like our drum idols. Like it's who we look up to. Like 
the drummer's drummer. Yeah, like what is like I want to know like what makes his brain tick. What is what's he into? Like getting like I like to sit in a room with like him and Vinny Calhuda like now as older dudes. But like, tell me what was it like doing that Buddy Rich Memorial concert where it's like you, where it's uh it's Gad and Vinny and Weckle and you guys all trade yeah, those yeah. solos. Like what was that like? Like what was the preparation? What was you know looking back on it. You know, I like to pick his ear and stuff like that. And then Austin, like, well, what would you be into? Like, as as Josh, like, what would you want me to do for you? Yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, well, Dave, like, oh, well, I have this really cool thing with, like, pictures of Chick Korea. You know, could you, like, do, like, what? That, oh, see? dude. They, see, uh, J- see uh, Josh, that? I hope you're taking notes. Uh, we will be expecting some kind of yeah. a consulting fee for that. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, hopefully something really cool comes out of it. And, actually, now I've got the video. Hope I got the volume turned down. So this is from Josh. I think this is footage from. Of course, it turned sideways. Can I uh, transform this? Let me transform you. That's a deep cut from my generation's terrible. Can I flip it? Nope. Let's try it again. Transform. Flip horizontal. Let's try that again. Nope. That was a bad idea. No, it's not doing anything. Um, I don't know why these programs do not like it when you hold your phone uh, straight up and down. It makes no sense. Um, but as soon as you, uh, as soon as you uh, f- turn it landscape, it's everything's fine. I don't get it. Um, so I'll have to fix that and maybe here when somebody else gets talking or we're doing comments i'll see if i can change that video up. but yeah it basically was footage from the show um and like i, t- I try to remind everybody all the time f- like i said for some reason the computer program obs or the switcher does not like it when you hold your phone straight up and down so when you take photos or videos try to remember to hold it uh, landscape for us so it'll show up here on the screen it's probably because it's streaming to youtube which is widescreen format anyway so that's probably why um but either way um thank you josh like i said very cool story and i'm glad that it you know i'm glad it went well <clears throat> we got um charlie says the metal one looks like a pharaoh manganese from sonar so we were right with sonar that was oh, okay. the right look okay so charlie believes that's what it is Mike Malone says, hey, fellas, just wrapped up and joining the chat. What is up, Mike Malone? It was good because whatever you were doing, we were running late, so it actually lined up a little bit better tonight. He's doing lessons. Oh, okay, nice. Teacher on uh, Philip Cron. Uh, oh, yeah, our buddy Philip. Says, good Lord. <laughs> um, we got Richie says, Dave Weckle is not a legacy member. Josh is. Oh! Fact. fact. Dude, you just you just bombed on fucking Dave Weckle. I can't believe it. Wow. That's right. And like he said, Dave Weckle was lucky to meet you, Josh. But Dave Weckle did make the Legacy series. Oh. Ooh. So I am, are you going to tell me I'm about to get hit with a copyright strike from Dave Weckle <laughs> for using the term legacy? No, because uh, if anything, uh, there's a, a precedent set by uh, McDonald's. In the UK, Ooh. which is where a small burger chain, McDonald's sued them for using uh, Super Mac was what their burgers were called. <laughs> they lost it. And so come get the Super Mac. And so McDonald's uh, can can't fight anything over in the year in the old whole European Union. I don't know with Brexit being now, but at the time of the law of uh, the lawsuit being done, uh, Burger King over in the UK said Big Mac ish. 
Uh-huh. Double Big Mac-ish. So nice. they, they made fun of them, and the other smaller chains did too. Screw so. you, Dave Weckl. You can't take legacy from us. Nope. You will never get the legacy members away from us, um, which is a good time to thank all the legacy members for hanging out with us like you do every week. This is not sponsored by Sabian. I promise. We wish. Um, <laughs> Joshua says uh, Dave was humble and kind. I bet he was. He seems like seems be, like a cool dude. Even like even the guys that play with him, like I figured, like you got um, I always butcher's name uh, Patatucci. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he always seems John. Super, John. He seems super laid back. He got he played with Korea for years. Korea seemed like a just a lovely human being to be around. So I don't think you know anything Dave would have been like would have been. Because they play with those guys for so long, and they all seem like super nice, humble, like lovely dudes to be around. True. I imagine Dave would have to be the same to even play with them. I don't think those guys at, at that point in their careers are like, we're getting Dave because he's great. It's like, he's probably a cool guy. He's yeah, easy to get player. along with, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, which, you know, obviously makes sense. And then <clears throat> we got um, Mike Malone goes, Dave Weckl doesn't even have a beard. <laughs> He has that. He has that. He used to, he used to it, have that wizard beard. Yeah, and he had that like like that pointed go, goatee thing going what is on. For the, a while. He look. He almost looked like what's the guy from Mortal Kombat that wore the white Raiden? Is that who that is? Raiden never had facial hair, but Shang Tsung did. But okay, well, D- Dave Weckl now looks <laughs> kind of like Raiden. That's yeah. a, that'd be an easy costume for him to do. Who the god? The the the. God. And it's bad. I can't even think of what Raiden looks like from the video game. All I can remember is what he looks like from the movie when What's-His-Face played him. Oh, which one? Because there's both movies. The, the, uh, the original one, the one from the 90s. Oh, uh, I can't think of the, act of the guy. Where's Phil when you need him? <laughs> yeah, Phil, really? Phil, you know, yeah. Oh, that's so-and-so with Best Boy being Stuart yep. McLaughlin. That's, that's the guy. Uh, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Richie says... Sometimes he's got a little chin growth going on. What a noob. <laughs> and then Richie goes, noob. and then Richie goes, oh, legacy scandal. <laughs> and then Mike goes, uh, Mick Weckles legacy ride member sticker. No copyright infringement here. There you go. The Perfect. Mick Weckles legacy sticker. That's it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's it on comments. Awesome. Well, thank you to uh, Mike and to uh uh, Josh for sending in stuff. I just didn't have time to go digging. I didn't know. I don't know if I have anything from Mark Whitman this sh- week. I probably do because he sends uh, the same amount of stuff in Josh does. So I just didn't have time. I was trying to balance getting as st- much on the computer as I could, but also getting us up and running before y'all all, you know, ran off and did something else. So I, well, I know he's got the floor tom to the holiday kit done. And oh, and I don't and have the. I gotta. Waiting. I gotta upload this picture from. Remember the one I was telling you about Michael Benz that Rogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. Michael Benson. I don't even know if Michael is okay. I know that um, what Mark is in this? the middle of save. I think he's got to get hardware for the twelve at this point. But I believe that floor Tom is finished though. That he's been working on with getting that Rogers holiday kit. Nice. Put back and I was hoping that that wasn't going to take, you know, forever. It's been a kind of a quick turnaround for him, honestly. Yeah. Getting the shells, and then he got the wrap, and the wraps put on, and. So it's been been a fairly decent. Look, I'm I'm getting really good at this, doing this live, bro. I'm just pulling photos, dropping them in files. I'm a computer wizard. Okay, now this is uh, Mike Benson, who is obviously a legacy member himself. Sent this to me <clears throat> earlier in the week, and this was a buddy of his 
that well, I think they were just going through the closet or whatever. And where is it? Now I can't find it. Um, going through the closet and he found what was basically a Rogers. There it is. Put that one there. And put that one there. All right. And I think he was looking for a date, which I don't remember if we dated it when we saw it or when we saw the photo Sunday. I don't remember if we even... I just remember it's that's the good R, right? That's the good R that that's, you want? That's, that's, yeah, that's the one because you have the... Because that's the script badge. I... Charlie's going to have to... Charlie, we, uh, we are enlisting me. your help in trying to get a roundabout date on this Rogers kit. This is a, a really good buddy of mine, legacy member, Michael Benson. Not a drummer. Uh, he is a guitar player, really good friend of mine. Um, and they, I guess they were going through this guy, friend of his, his closet and found this Rogers kit. And all I knew to ask Jarrett, and I think it's the same question Michael asked me, was something about there's a good R and a bad R, and apparently this is the good R. Yeah, that's... So I want to say it's a 60s, but I need Charlie to double check me. I want to say it's early 60s. And I don't know. I mean, because the most important part about these, about the Rogers drums, is that on the inside, they have an actual kind of like how Gretsch has their paper tag. They have a paper tag inside of it. And that what that's what told you what it was. They literally put holiday uh, on the inside of it. Okay, here we go. A friend of his is restoring this Rogers kit for someone in his family. I think he called it a holiday kit, which is what I thought it was. Um, something like five toms. Okay, so that's not even the bass drum. I thought that was the bass drum that had the rap missing. That's another tom. Oh, wow. So something like five toms um, and a 16 by 14 kick. Uh, also might be a couple of mismatched years, something about a different R on the Rogers logo. That'd be, it might be a big R. Maybe that's what he's talking about. The difference between that and that. No, those are the same script badges. Are they? Those two. Yeah, those are the same badges. The big R, I mean, the big R is literally, it's freaking huge. Yeah. It's like a, like a plaque. The, it's like a four by four plaque that goes on all those drums. But a um, cool find. Um, one yeah, of the, one of the coolest kits I ever had was a vintage '60s Rogers. It was a really nice drum. Was set. it that Blue Sparkle? Yeah, that's the one I was supposed to get from Hugh a that's long time a ago. One. Yeah, that's a really good. Uh, Pat ended up with it, and I don't know what Pat did with it. Because I remember, I remember Pat gave Hugh my number, and I would have been fifteen, sixteen at this point in time. Yeah, um, and then something happened uh and then just never it's one of the nicest kits i've ever played as far as like how well it was built for 1960 blew everything else away yeah that dr bailey guy i can't think of uh his first name dan bailey I believe um malone put me on to him he swears we were just talking about on sunday he swears that the the old rogers kits were the best drums he's ever gigged with their hardware you know, was light years above or ahead of what everybody else was doing in the 50s and 60s, for sure, with that whole hex thing. Yeah. And that hardware did not move. Stupid, flappy little Ludwigs will move when you're playing them. Gretsch is like the, the old, you know, it's like the the weird little Tom mount where the piece of metal just goes up into yeah. the... Or even worse, Rogers rock solid stuff. Like, I'm still mad that I, I should have bought it at the time, but I didn't think anything about it. Whenever I saw that old Swivomatic that was... New old stock on reverb. It was like two thirty for. Yeah, that'd have been a good one. I mean, for a brand new Swivomatic. They're built the like tanks. That would have been dope. Um, did uh, 
Anybody let us know. Oh, I see something. Yeah, Charlie wrong. said uh, script badge would have been 61 to 68, but nice. it's hard to say any closer without other pictures. Uh, speckled paint interior means it's post 66, so a Dayton air kit. I'm going to go ahead and text him right now. Yeah. So uh, so it's post 66, uh, Dayton air kit. Then Malone says I played a 60s Rogers kit at a... At my high school for two years before they got a USA custom bop kit. That's a huge upgrade. I should have taken that kit while I had the chance. White Marine Pearl 2. You goofed up, Mike. I would have been a dope kit. Especially would have gotten the snare with it, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but just a cool find. You know, Mike sent me that. Little, so I was like, that's a neat. Because like we talk about it all the time. Stuff like that doesn't pop up around no. the South like that. You get up into Mike Malone's area of the country, Joshua Reslow's, all the, you know, Frank. That's where a lot of that vintage stuff is is at. Yeah, it's just not down here. Um, so it's neat, especially neat for us when something like that even pops up in our area. Yeah, if you find anyone that has an old vintage drum or something, it's so cool. Like there was, um, I saw in the Ludwig collectors group that um someone didn't know what it was they had a it makes me sick even thinking about it uh this would have been like a 40s era black beauty for 200 dollars. didn't know what it was <gasps> wow it's like it's thousands just, it's, here's an old drum 200 dollars. i was like oh my god like whoever got that like i wonder how much that person actually got paid for because i know that when that stuff like that happens those dudes will like Start sending money. Like I'll pay you. Right yeah, yeah. Now Here's, I, I already sent you two hundred on PayPal to secure the yeah the, the whatever. Or though I know one guy was like I always offer more than whatever's listed just to make sure. For sure, yeah. And then like some of those guys, well, how they how hardcore they are that they'll. One guy's like, always. Oh, this is what I always do. I always message the seller, tell them that I'm going to pay them this, and I already start heading out that way. I'm like, you're already driving to them. He's like, I will not waste any time. I mean, if that's if those seconds are what. Is the difference between getting the drum and not getting the drum, you know, then it's worth it. Because uh, if they even spent 500 on the drum, that's still thousands, thousands, below. thousands, <laughs> thousands for a 40s Black Beauty, thousands. Good Lord. I couldn't imagine. And it was etched in everything. Like oh, thousands or even more thousands. It had the, Good the Lord. fancy floral, whatever it's called. Like I was like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Just what a time. Um, so thank you, Michael. I hope that I sent you a text. I know you're not watching live, but I sent you a text to give you that 61 to 68 window. And I did tell him uh, if he could get us some more specific pictures, we could probably detect a little further for him. I'll tell you what Dave was built on. Baby. That's right, baby. So thank you to Michael. All right. Now that we've gotten done with our viewer submissions for the week, are we wrapped up in the comment section? Uh, Mike said, I thought it was trash the whole time with that old Rogers kid at school. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess it's, the cool thing is that your school did get a Bob, a USA custom Bob kit. Which yeah. It's cool. Uh, what my, high school had for years uh still does it has been a old and because our colors were blue and gray we have a blue stained mapex kit and for jazz band you're playing a 12 16 22 there you go stock head still perfect sizes but there's one thing i well no one that works at ocean springs now even knows or cares about who i am anymore i always wanted those hi-hats and the ride we use for jazz band and here's why. They're a set of 14-inch 60s A's. Nice. And a 20-inch thin 60A. Yep. 
key hold. It's been played. Doesn't matter. Those are, that's that's the years you shoot for with A's for sure. And then it sounds so like at the time I was like, this is whack. But then the senior year of high school was like, you know what? These symbols are actually really dope. That's Some like, of the symbols I wish I still had to this day were my new beats. From when I was a kid, they were probably like 60s or 70s, and I like a dumb shit. Like, oh, I gotta have these, well, whatever. Cardable for <laughs> whatever, man. I wish I'd have kept them because that, that those things are are perfect in you know just about every situation. Can't go wrong. And then Charlie says, some days you just strike it lucky. I bought my Yamaha Burt Steve Gad for a pricey sum of 120. Oh, right place, God. Right time. Oh, get the hell out of here. You can kiss me. Get the hell out of here. That's that's some crap right there. 120 pounds. Is that the same as 120 quid, Charlie? I, that's the thing. I don't know Dwayne difference no, between I, quid and pounds. I, I, don't, I don't either. He'd have to school us. He'd have to give us a, you know, like a spreadsheet to break it all down for yeah. us because that's, uh, I have no clue. All I know is that in Canada, you have a one E and a two E. That's a one and a you know, it's a one penny and a two penny. All right, the toonie. So you have no, or a loony. No, no, a loony. A loony's one and toonies two. So you're paying with cartoons in Canada. It's a loony toonie. Who knows? I don't even know why we still use pennies in this country. Anyway, um, so thank you all for your viewer submissions this week. We do appreciate it. Now it's time for a pop up poll. We were just talking about this earlier. Let us know down in the comments as quickly as you possibly can. Did you like or did you not like? the movie whiplash it's a very contentious topic with drummers and it seems to be most of the time i've had this discussion it is 50 50 so if if you have seen the the (laughs) i was gonna say the great because i enjoyed it but if you've seen whiplash the movie let us know down down in the comments whether you like it or not are you serious serious. i've I've just i own it it's coming home with you tonight awesome it's coming home with you now you gotta watch it I'll kind of wait to see if we get some answers here, um, but it's very. I, every time I've seen a really in-depth argument online, it's usually like vintage Ludwig great, or they're talking about how great or terrible Whiplash was. I enjoyed it personally, but that's only because it's a movie. Yeah, they're like, oh well, he didn't, blah blah blah. You know, it's like no no no. That's not we. Nobody expected that dude, who's in a bunch of movies, the kid that played the the main. Yeah, character. I can't think of his name. He's not a drummer. No. I'm sure he did have to go through a, like some kind of training class to kind of get to some kind of semblancy on the drums. Yeah, to fake it till he makes yeah. it. Yeah, um, but um, I personally like it. But I came at it approaching it as this is a movie. I would count us lucky to have them do. I mean, that was a big movie. Yeah. Um, it won whatever it won. That was a major release. You know, this was all obviously pre-COVID. Um, so it was in the theaters and the big, you know, that was a full on, like full size Hollywood movie to be done about drums. That's why I was happy because it's like, okay, now the drummers literally finally get some. They make a movie about drums and all they wanted to do was break down what well, didn't look like he was doing this right here. And it's like, all right, man. Is it a breakdown video, or did you watch a movie? Like, yeah. how did you go into it? Are we getting any uh, answers there uh, before I get too deep into uh, it? T.J. Miller was the actor who played the drums. Oh, that's his name. Um, let's see. Oh, we got Starting so with Frank. We got so many. Um, Starting with Frank. Let's see. I'm trying to find. Frank, I watched it. I thought it was okay. 
Um, Henry said, my void is no. All right. That's, Char- a, that's a yes and a no. Charlie says, good music, way, way, way over-exaggerated story. Watched it once, never again. Okay, so I'm going to count that as a no. As a no. Uh, David goes, yeah, I was going to say Whiplash was all right. Okay, so that's a yes. So we're two and two. Breslow is a like. That's three. Hug Step is a like. Four. Uh, let's see, Mike, drummers and jazz drum, jazz musicians are so stubborn, you get a major motion picture made about your field and you complain it's not accurate. Thank Ask, you! Asking athlete how accurate sports movies exactly. are. Exactly! cool with it. Any Given Sunday, one of my favorite football movies, highly inaccurate. Like, it's not, and that's that was my thing. Now, if you were to tell me that you don't like the movie... Fine. There's plenty of movies that I think are stupid that you probably like, and vice versa. Yeah. So, like, not liking the movie is fine. Um, Miles Teller, the actor. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm with Mike. We finally get the spotlight shone on our great art form, and everybody wanted to break down that his hands weren't in the right place when he was he was on the time at that point, not on the ride symbol. It's like. What a, what are you worried about here? Now, like I said, if you came out of it going, or like when I give it to you tonight, if you come back next week and you're like, yeah, okay, I just didn't like the movie or I didn't like the actor, okay, I don't that that's yeah. fine. My dad bought it for me because he knows it's that dad thing. Like you're a drummer, I see a drum movie, Christmas present. Yeah, you know, very, you know, mention anything one time, it's like, oh, that's a that's a Christmas present, right? You know, like I can't tell you how many Star Wars to this day. That is a Star Wars blanket. I had a Star Wars pillow. Um, he he sees it and gets it for Christmas. So, you know, I don't know what my point with that was, but... <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, if you come back after I give you the movie, which was just given to me, yeah. uh, and you don't like it, okay. Now, if you were one of the ones to come back and gripe about that his hands weren't in the right place, or, you know, that's where I'm like, you're kind of losing me. Because did you go in to watch a movie, or did you just want to be on YouTube watching a jazz video yeah you know um and i I think it was charlie made a good point good music way 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 over exaggerated so i would agree the story is basically this badgering head of this music jazz program at like the most prestigious they don't use the term uh Juilliard or anything they make up a school so like whatever this school is he's like the head of the jazz program at the best school in the country and he's like a maniacal teacher like yeah. you'll see when you watch it so when people complain about that again i get it because they're like there's no way in hell a music teacher would ever act like that to music students i'm like oh i to- oh, you know totally agree that's so over the top so i can see what um charlie's saying it is very ex- but that's the point of hollywood in a movie you can't just make a movie about drums you've got to throw drama in there yeah there's got to be you know something to make it interesting no one wants to watch a movie about our gig on sunday no but, but if you mention that like there's an explosion and like someone died and then there's this mystery oh yeah people would watch you know eight ways to sunday the juke joint story if like if we had a whole like Did we have mid- anything happen Sunday? No. No? Okay, it was no, quiet. No one wants to watch a movie about that. No, but it's not you, interesting. But, but if you put out that, you know, Brandy was kidnapped, and then the, the, the kidnapper ended up being Brennan the entire time. Yeah. You know, and he uh, kidnapped her with a drumstick. Yeah, that'd be a whole <clears throat> different... You'd watch that movie. But True. if it's just like you show up on like the movie, it's just like, 
here's a bunch of dudes being guys like yeah. no for four hours that's yeah. not that's not very much no fun. that's not a good so movie. that's been my yeah. always kind of been my approach to it and you'll you can come back and give us your take on it next week um whether and i would just say go into it watching a movie don't look at his hands because obviously that's what, I, that's, that's what i expect because like i watched adam neely's breakdown um he's like a jazz musician's point of view on the yeah. flash he was like i don't play drums he goes i'm a bass player he's like, i range he's like but here's what i liked and like about the movie he's like and there was stuff that i didn't like about the movie because yeah. like charlie did say there is a point where or points in the movie where they go over the top for hollywood's sake and it's like yeah this this is stupid um i think at one point his hands are bleeding because he's practicing so much That's and it's like you should have stopped days ago. Yeah. And I want to say I saw an argument online where the guy, one guy was arguing like, no, man, you're supposed to practice so much that your hands bleed. That's the only way you, and it's like, no, you're, you shouldn't be getting blisters. Number one, if you're doing it right. Number two, to play till your hand bled, you should have stopped hours ago. Like yeah. the, why would you ever get to that point? So I have to admit there are points where I'm like, okay, but I would kind of go back to what Mike said. You finally get a, a movie that shines a light on your industry, and that's all I was happy for. Yeah. Um, what are they saying? Uh, did we start an argument uh, in the <laughs> in the comments? Let's see. Um, and then Bias says, T it goes, never mind. It's Miles Teller, the actor. Malone goes, I was bummed they chose to make a sports movie about drumming. Jazz is more about the group working together and made it feel too competitive. But either way, grateful to have it out there. Um, he continues. That's right. Any given Sunday is bet. If you have never watched Any Given Sunday, that's a great sports movie. Back when they still made like the big action flick style sports movies, where they're trying to make it almost like an action movie, but it's just football. That's a great movie. So if you haven't seen uh, Any Given Sunday, please check I, that I out. I haven't. I don't. Oh like, my god! I don't, I don't like sports. It's great. Nothing to do with sports. Great. I don't either. I hate. It's great. Closest thing I've ever watched to a sports movie was uh, a radio because my dad wanted to watch it and that was it it's the if you even thing. mildly could tolerate radio you'll love any given Sunday I promise <laughs> it's got Robert De Niro it's got Jamie Foxx before he was super uh, uh, you know, not Robert De Niro um, the other one Pacino it's got Pacino it's got um, <laughs> Jamie Foxx before he was really really big it's got so many good It's. I promise you you'll enjoy it um, and then Charlie goes, I think it could have been a great story, but they took it too far. The whole car crash and all that stuff. No spoilers, Jared. It's just too far beyond reality. I agree. Um, they do. Go, I mean, they, they Hollywood it up when they have to, and it's very obvious. Malone goes, I think La La Land did a good job of telling the story of a jazz musician and even Disney's souls, even Disney's soul. But again, can't complain about the abundance of jazz theme movies. And then Richie says right behind him, Soul, Soul was dope. And I did. I saw Soul with Rachel, and it was a good movie. It's Obviously, it's a Disney movie, so you can kind of... It's, it's in that D Disney Pixar style. Yeah. So you can kind of figure out how it's going to roll. And I kind of about halfway through, I was like, all right, I know the plot line. But it, it was good. It was done really well. So I would agree with both of them. Uh, Disney's Soul is a good movie. And you, could, you feel free to check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Andy B. Drumming says, Hi, from Milwaukee. That Thing You Do is probably the best drummer forward movie out there at the moment. And actually, I would now move my opinion and champion what Andy just said. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. If you have never seen That Thing You Do, it is awesome. I've never watched it, but I but my... You are killing me, my, dude! My jazz combo did play... You are... 
killing me. Like, seriously, Smalls, you are killing me. I don't like the sand line either. I thought the movie sucked. That's That aside, <laughs> you've never, dude... Okay, if you haven't watched Whiplash, I'll be honest with you, it's not a big deal if you don't see it. If you haven't seen That Thing You Do, which is a Tom Hanks-directed movie, it's so good. And it focuses, really, he's right, It's even though it's about a band in the 50s or whatever, they touch on the drums a lot. And the cl- and really, the main character of the story is a, is the drummer of the group. And at the end, it's all about the drummer, you know, watch it. The most I know about uh, that thing you do is from Mike Malone doing a drum playthrough with transcription of I Am Spartacus. That's the only thing I know about it. Um, and my mom was like, yeah, what's that thing called? I Am Spartacus from all yep. the thing you do? She's like, don't you know that? I'm like, no. She's like, what? She's great, like, I, I, I was like, my son, you've been as playing As a drums. kid, I learned that by watching, the, like I'd watch the movie, play a little bit, come back on HBO, like, you know, back this is back when you had HBO as a channel, so like that same movie would run every night or what. And I'd learn, and I finally learned that little lick. And uh, if I can make a request to Mike Malone, if you do another music for '90s kids, do that thing you do. That would be my request. You will make me so happy if you do a play along with the title track. That thing you do. Add that to the list because we have Darkwing Duck. <laughs> That's right. We have Darkwing Duck, and then we have that <laughs> thing. Got some you work do. to do. Because <laughs> when there's trouble, you call DW. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then Richie goes. The over-exaggerated story was tough to ignore. It mostly the actor that did it for me. Meh. Okay. So we're getting into a little. It's all right. I can. I can. Every. You know. Everybody's got different movie opinions. Uh, Malone goes. Would have been easy to make somebody die in a jazz movie. Would be more accurate too. Just add some hardcore drugs. There All you, you need is cocaine. That's literally. Well, that's not what they were doing. Most of those guys are doing heroin. Well, I'm trying to be. And that's the big boy coming uh, at you, mainline. That is. True. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting demonetized today. It's okay. Train no stops. <laughs> <laughs> um, Richie goes, that thing you do, my buddy Chris played some in that movie. Really? That's cool. And That's very cool. Malone goes, I guess in fairness, J.K. Simmons was basically a super accurate representation of Buddy Rich. Go back and check those tapes. My favorite is Buddy Rich's tapes. Oh, I the just, Buddy Rich tapes? Yeah. yeah, those are hilarious. Now, I did talk to a guy uh, in college who went to a music conservatory and said that, like it used to be hyper competitive and I don't know what Whiplash takes place in like but, na- na- well 2010 but he said like during his conservatory he's like there would be moments where like it would be cutthroat where people would put like on yeah. pianos they'd put like razor blades in between the keys so like if you didn't mess up yeah. it's like you're done and there's a they touch on that in that movie as well so like I said we'll we'll give Jarrett a copy of it tonight we'll send him home with it and then we can get Jarrett's opinion on whether he liked Whiplash or not I just watched the Hunger Games movies, finally, everyone. So that's, <laughs> so that's a thing. I also just watched Mystic River not long ago before it, so I'm, I'm catching up. We're in, I'm kind of bouncing around. Um, Frank goes, JT, not to spoil it, but the butler did it. You sure it's not Colonel Mustard in the library? With, with the, the candlestick? Stick? Yeah. With the, uh, with the plumbing pipe? I love Clue. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. This is the day of movies. We're basically talking about movies today. <laughs> Watch Clue, too. I hope you're I, writing all this down. I've seen Clue. That's a good movie. I've, I've watched Tim, Tim Curry. Love Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Best role I think he's ever done. Um, 
this is this is a reach because some folks may even call it a role, but him as um, the villain in Fern Gully, um, Hex, I think was his name. I don't know. I, that's a that's a reach for me, memory wise. Had a, he had a great tune. He was also the big angry penguin Drax or whatever in uh, the Pebble the Penguin. He had a bunch of cool like. Have you never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? I have. I've watched it. It's weird. It's weird, but, it's the, very but weird. the other ones are two are both cartoons. Well, yeah, those are. Oh, I forgot he did play the devil in that one movie um, with the unicorn. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's right. Eter- it's Tom- like it's not Eternity. It's like <sighs> something like that. Silly. I've only watched like movie reviews to like catch it. Um, <laughs> we're so far gone. <laughs> uh, it's a lost cause. Um, Richie goes, best sports movie is Cool Runnings. Eat it. Any given Sunday. I'm sorry. But can you feel the rhythm? Can you, can you feel, feel the rhyme? rhyme? Can you get on up? It's, it's bobsledding time. time. We said, So we had a tune in high school band called Twine Time. And then one of the trumpet players would scream that out. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's Twine Time. <laughs> then one of the... A snare uh, captain would give one, two, three, and the whole tune kicked in. That's, uh, <laughs> That's funny. Got three and you're in. Uh, I think it was a lead trombone or lead uh, uh, trumpet player got to play the lick, and, and then the whole band kicks in. It was fun. It was a cool tune. High school band. Good days. <laughs> um, David's a pertinent. What's up, fellas? Went to the party, but present. Don't worry. We were too. <laughs> we all are. Uh, Mike Malone goes, I love the Leoneaters. I'm not really here with these guys. I'm here for the uh, livestock auction. That's going to be... You're going to enjoy that movie when you see it. I promise. (laughs) Land of Lincoln, for sure. (laughs) Mike Malongo's favorite band. Um, That's right. (laughs) Josh Bresle goes, Andy B. Drumming from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, representing. That's right. You boys are out there. That's right. Uh, They're all grouped up in that part of the country. They are. And then Charlie Smith goes, let's be real. Two greatest musical <laughs> movies ever are Spinal Tap <laughs> and School of Rock. I remember living on VH1 and seeing all the talk about Spinal Tap. And then we were grocery shopping in Ocean Springs at Walmart. And I saw in the bargain bin was this is Spinal Tap. And I was like, Mom, can we get this movie? She goes, why? I'm like, it's on VH1. They talk about it all the time. She's like, sure, I'll get it for you. And I was just... My, I think I might have been 12, 11. My mind was blown. I came to school and was like asking my teachers, I'm like, you're old. Did you ever watch this is Final Tap? And I think Mr. Anglin in middle school was like, what are you doing watching that movie? I was like, I don't know. He's like, what's your favorite part? Like, this is like, he's judging me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I really like the whole Stonehenge thing. Like, that's not, not being big enough. I was like, but also thought the, the whole cucumber and the aluminum fall was funny too. He's like, "What's your favorite song from the movie?" I go, "Easy, double bass, big bottoms." Yeah, no, I, I, everybody should say big bottoms. Yeah, for sure. And uh, but everybody probably forgets the funniest part of that movie is that the drummer spontaneously combusts like every few gigs. They lose a drummer. They're like on. I never pay attention. Yeah, there's like their own however many drummers they're on, but like the drummers just spontaneously combust while playing. That's us. That's right. Easily expendable, right? <laughs> that should be the expendables. It's drummers. It's not, <laughs> not Stallone and Statham and <coughs> and uh, whoever else is in that movie. That's the only ones I remember. Uh, Arnold shows up in the first one. There you go. Um, 
We got Mike Malone. Best part of that thing you do is the fact that the bass player doesn't have a name. Even the script, his parts are written as bass player. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah you got to watch it. He has no name. you got to watch it. The Spinal Tap VHS was the only thing Katrina physically took from me. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, a, no. that's a loss for sure. Bicom, Spinal Tap. Love the story of the drummers dying in mysterious yeah, 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 ways. Yeah. Uh, Richie goes, one drummer choked on vomit that wasn't his. That's right. It wasn't they all spontaneously combusted. One of them did. But he's right. It's like every drummer died of whatever. Oh, wow. Uh, Mike goes, I've been jamming out to Spinal Tap on the ride. On the ride home from gigs lately with my bass player. That's awesome. Um, Charlie Smith goes, stand-up moments are the tiny bread and, of course, the harmonies about Graceland. I've been one, one died under a mysterious garden incident. <laughs> Dad in bizarre. Yeah, they went alone right behind the bizarre garden incident. That's funny. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen that, so I need to go back and watch that. I think it's on Netflix right now. I think it is as well. No, oh, one of the it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, like I said, those are some cool movies. If you haven't seen them, check out either that thing you do. This is Spinal Tap or uh, Whiplash, so we can get your opinion. Because if you haven't seen it, then we need your opinion. That's a yay or a nay. We're going to send Jarrett home with a complimentary copy tonight, and we'll get a yay or a nay nay from him, hopefully next week if he has time to watch it. Um, So that was fun. We'll have to start doing the little pop-up polls on divisive drum issues. I'm going to have to come up with like a a little pop-up screen. Um, we'll have to start doing that more often because that was about the most y'all jumped in the chat in a long time. Yeah, that was uh, that was some rapid fire. Um, so anyway, um, I'm glad even though we were uh, late and kind of off kilter with the Internet today, I'm glad everybody came and you know hung out and waited for us. It seems like the whole regular crew is here. We do appreciate all of you that come in, all of the legacy members that hang out with us every week. Uh, Dave Weck will be damned. We're going to keep the name. Thank you to all of you, and thank you to Josh, Mike, for sending stuff in this week. Mark, if you see this on the replay, uh, I'm sure I have stuff for you, uh, so we'll get to that next week. Hopefully the stupid internet doesn't go down again. Otherwise, it's kicking. It's super fast. It just has to be on. Um, so, again, thank you for everybody that kind of, you know, took a little time with us today. Um, you know, it didn't waste your trip over here which was my main worry I was like I don't want him driving all the way over here it's, it's fine I mean it's it's not fine because it's not a short drive um, it's a relaxing drive though well today it wasn't no. so much at the very end but normally it's just it's just I-10 for 30 minutes you know just me and the tunes there you go and I've been I mean I've been bumping um, some more of a weapon of choice I've really I'm, did we talk about that on this show we, we didn't, didn't have a show we didn't have it yeah okay um, y'all know who Snoop Dogg is so that's gonna be the credibility here we all know who Snoop Dogg is whether you like rap or not he's become an icon for hip hop um, he used a band back in the 90s as his like live touring band called weapon of choice now when you go search this band on YouTube that song by Fat Boy Slim, yeah. Weapon of Choice is going to pop up. Type in like Weapon of Choice Band and go check them out. Songs like Uppity Uppity, Nutty Nutmeg Fantasy. These are all really weird names, I'm sure. But this is a really cool like modern funk band. They backed up Snoop Dogg. They had 
really good success back in the 90s, but they're really weird and it's it's some cool funk. I introduced Jared to it the other day. I've been I've been bumping a lot of their stuff. So uh, go check out Weapon of Choice. It's a really Jared can tell you he just started listening to them. It's a cool band. Yeah. I think you would enjoy it. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in like Weapon of Choice band. Um, and then you let me know that Macy Gray had done a cover of their song. Yeah, and then I dug even deeper and I figured out that was the the segment that they used in the extended version of Spider-Man 1 uh, during the whole parade sequence. Yeah. Whenever, uh, this is whenever uh, Mary Jane is with Harry at this point. Um, they have, during the whole parade bit, there's Macy Gray and her band playing Nutty Nutmeg by Weapon of Choice. Weapon of Choice. I was like, holy crap. I was like, yep. I didn't even know I knew this song. They were it, influential, even though they didn't really have great success they were really influential so weapon of choice band go check them out on youtube i think you would enjoy it's really funky modern funky i think you'll enjoy it like, so. a, like a tamer first album mr bungle which i really like yeah very cool so very check cool. it out let us know if you like it or you know when we come back to the show next week so um again thank you to everybody Jarrett, what you got to drop on us knowledge wise this week well i guess you know we'll send them out with a little little taste little preview of uh I won't, I won't spoil it for him. I'll let him listen to Nutty Nutmeg. I was going to do the call. Oh, okay. It's fine. We'll, we'll, then that we'll, means we'll you have to go it. listen to Nutty Nutmeg Fantasy by the Weapon of Choice Band. So, yeah. as always, from Jared and myself, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Hopefully, with no issues, we'll be here regular time, 6 p.m. next week. Jared, you got anything else before we dip out of here? No. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm good. Then send us out, my friend. Let's go get some food. And we'll see you on the next one. Later, guys.